Danny Stewart, editor-in-chief for ComicallyInclined.com and your host for this podcast. Well, you can't – got to announce that Blake isn't here. We don't skip him in the order just because he's not here. Oh, and uh, <laughs> tell the people what's going on. Digital media director Blake Hickman is not here today. Uh. I am Brittany Shelton, the social media manager. We, listen, Jared? guys, we have an order that we do at things, me. okay? Just because Blake is the rock of our show and he's gone doesn't mean you can fuck it all up with the changing of the order, okay? No, let's, the boss told me to go, okay? Welcome to Comically Inclined! I'm Danny Stewart, editor-in-chief of ComicallyInclined.com and your host for this podcast. Blake is not here this evening, our digital media director. Um, <laughs> I'm Jared, the show producer. Thank you, Jared. And I am Brittany Shelton, the social media manager. Well, we have a hell of a show for a you better. tonight. Uh, as we previously mentioned, Blake's not here. What? Um, yeah, yeah, he uh, he was not feeling well. I'm sure he'll show up in the chat eventually. Hi, Blake. Uh, we should have human resources specialist or human relations specialist Ben Stewart and our fact checker in the comments soon. Uh, Blen, say hi. Ben, say hi to the folks. <laughs> Already off to a I'm great so start. Scared. Uh, today we are talking about what's up, Connor. Today we are talking about the. Uh, spoilers, 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 spoilers for everyone. We are talking about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, we will also be going through some incredible news with Rumor Mill. Uh, Jared stepping up to lead us through that. Uh, we have our top five magic-based heroes. We are doing uh, Gore the God Butcher versus Kratos in Are You Done? And Brittany has a... Uh, very distracting uh, hyper-focus for you this week, I'm it's sure. very distracting, actually. <laughs> Perfect. Um, well, I guess we should kick it off, right? Jared, do you want to kick us off with Rumor Mill? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. <laughs> so, uh, Blake left me a list of things to talk about today, and it's a very interesting list, and uh, we'll just go ahead and, you know, dive right into yeah, absolutely. it. absolutely. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen, Olsen has been said that uh, she would be interested in coming back for an old Wanda movie, or even a, maybe even a Disney Plus, who knows, uh, which is kind of an interesting thing. Yeah, I don't know where they would be going with that or why she would want to do old sure. woman Wanda, but uh, I, I have to assume they're playing off the idea of like the older Logan from Logan. Which, sure. Uh, famously... It would be kind of interesting to see if they don't bring X-Men in the current universe and they do it with like the next phase, old woman Wanda introducing the new X-Men. Okay. So I, I could see that. Um, maybe she pops up. But, uh, so you're saying like, we don't get X-Men in the MCU for another 10 years. I mean, at this rate, I'm Fuck. not really expecting anything. <laughs> I mean, it, it could be very plausible. I thought, X-Men was going to be more introduced in uh, Doctor Strange, which, spoilers, it kind of was, kind of wasn't. Uh, but, yeah, there's really no direct avenue to the X-Men right now. Uh, and it'd be kind of interesting to see. I mean, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, maybe, you know, they could maybe potentially do that. But there's so much stuff they're going to be tackling. I, I doubt that it'll uh, – if, if everything's leading to Secret Wars, they, you know – they're going to have to get on the gravy train soon. Otherwise, it's going to be kind of forced to introduce the X-Men. I personally think that if Ant-Man introduces anybody, it's going to be the Fantastic Four. I think so, too. I think we're going to get Fantastic Four and Ant-Man 3. But I also wonder if if that's going to be the big, <laughs> the next big like Marvel movie. Like They're going to put it all in Ant-Man 3. 
and we're going to get like this huge explosion of new characters if especially if Kang the Conqueror mm-hmm. is going to be the villain of Ant-Man 3 and we know that for a fact it's already sure. confirmed. We've also already seen that we're getting the high evolutionary in uh what is, what, is uh, it not Thor? Not uh, Thor. No, it's not Thor. So. I just threw um, Thor out. I don't know. <laughs> Frick, what am I thinking of? They uh I don't know. I don't think Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, they're introducing the High Evolutionary as the villain. And this is kind of a far-fetched thing, but if they're going to go with the 2015 version of Secret Wars, uh, uh, Doctor Doom is the main baddie towards the end. So, I mean, what a great way to have the X-Men come in and have Doctor Doom kind of be either the co-bad guy of Phase 4 or the... Uh, bad guy for Phase Five. If uh, Kang is going to be our Phase Four bad, he was actually the one that triggered the Secret Wars. Yeah, that's actually the story of where they mashed the Ultimate Marvel Universe into Battle the World. main Six One Six Marvel Ooh, Universe. I'd love to see that. Um, so, so as far yeah. as worlds colliding, uh, <laughs> if they're bringing the X Men in that way, which which what means what? We're going to get the Fox X Men smashed into the Six One Six? Fuck no, no, thank yeah. you. I think please gonna, don't do that. I think they're going to wait and see how X Men ninety seven do like does before they figure out what they're going to do with them. The art for X Men ninety seven looks fucking. It's awesome. amazing. <laughs> I'm excited. I mean, compared to the Avengers, the X Men, you know, I were way pop more popular in the comics. So I mean, I don't know what they're waiting on. I mean, hopefully it's a great point to bring them into the MCU. Because if they just force it, then it's going to suck. But, like, I don't know what they're waiting on because everybody wants it and they're going to throw a lot of cash <laughs> into it. So. I think they're waiting to deal with one previously failed franchise before they tackle the other previously <laughs> failed franchise. Sure. So, uh, in other news, uh, Disney Plus uh, is Moon Knight show. has uh, their assembled episode, which comes after their, uh, the six-part series where they talk about the making of the I think it's been delayed. Uh, rumors are that it could be because of season two of Moon Knight. Uh, going, getting the go ahead. I think that's a bit of a stretch. I don't know why. Like Loki season one still got its assembled episode at the end of it, so mm-hmm. I don't understand why yeah. they the delaying of the assembled episode for Disney Plus would lean towards the idea that we're going to get a season two. Yeah. Plus, plus if they if they needed to do any post um, uh, interviews with Oscar Isaac or anything, like he's booked now. I mean, he's got. The second iteration of Dune, there's rumors that he's going back into the Star Wars universe to reprise his role uh, as Poe. He's got a lot of stuff going on, so it may just be scheduling conflicts or something like that. So, I think the second part of what you talked about is why it's being delayed, because you have the big Star Wars convention and everything that's coming up in a couple weeks. I think they're going to be focusing everything on Star Wars right now until that's done and over with. They have their big drops with that. And then they're going to start dropping other goodies because they've already stopped, started dropping Star Wars stuff. Yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that there was uh, uh, an intern who deleted something he shouldn't <laughs> and they're having to remake it. So they had to delay the episode. This a isn't DC, of Danny. They don't just delete things out of turn. Yeah, um, I, I don't think this is big news, I guess, yeah, is where I'm enough. getting it. Um, something that could be interesting to people is uh, the She-Hulk director has been uh, she's joining Disney Plus for the Spider-Wick Chronicles reboot, which I know nothing about, uh, (laughs) but that's interesting, so... now uh, Are any of us fans of the Spider-Wick Chronicles? My entire house, like, I take that back, like, myself and my bonus daughter, she freaked out and did, like, a jump throughout the house when she realized that they're getting another reboot. That, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Spiderwick Chronicles just, like, the poor man's Harry Potter? 
Hold, you hold. might get fought on that. Hold one. on. I've never read Spider-Man Chronicles, sir, but how dare you, you know? <laughs> That's just a book series, right? They haven't had yeah. any other iterations. Uh, they had a movie. Um, the movie was okay, um, but that was along the lines of, well, I can't, uh, the bridge to... Terabithia. Yeah. It was along those lines in the Percy Gross. Jackson movies. Yeah. Um, where they were good, but not the best that they could have done for the version. It, what a great example of what probably is a very good storyline within the books, but when you're trying to put it to screen, you Harry Potter could have just as easily been a trash movie series if they got a different director, they didn't cast correctly, they didn't have the right writers. It just show goes to show that you could have a great book series that's really good, but it's not gonna, you know, go to film great if it's given to the wrong person. So that kinda sucks. Uh also uh, speaking of DC uh, people, uh, Ezra Miller is not being recast as uh, the Flash, so you know. So earlier this week, a rumor sub, uh, emerged that they were considering recasting Ezra Miller in the Flash. Sure, which would be an incredibly large amount of work on DC's part because the movie is fucking done. Like, could you imagine the level of reshooting that would take to completely replace the lead in a movie? They're just going to have to make the movie again. Yeah. What are they going to do? They're just going to, like, digitally edit the new actor's face over and have him do the... It, like, there's no way. It is so interesting because regardless of what you've read about this, I mean, we haven't had any full reports as to whatever allegations or things that have been thrown up to him, whether or not they're true, they're just rumors or whatever. But it, you know... There's been a lot of previous movies throwing actors under the bus just for the mention of uh, any sort of wrongdoing. So it's kind of interesting if they are going the money route, just saying, well, the movie's already almost done. Like, our morals got thrown out the door uh, now that we're in post-production. If you would have done this shit when we were doing filming, we could have yeah. ended it. But it'd, well, be, it'd be interesting to see if they have backlash about it. Because, I mean... There, there's no shame uh, from the fandom boycotting a movie based on how they feel about a specific person. I mean, Captain yeah. Marvel's oh, got that hate so much. <laughs> and wrongly well, so, the, really. The entire reshooting of Sonic the Hedgehog. Let me say that I, as an associate of Rumor Mill, hereby <laughs> state that Brie Larson is a good actress and she's a good oh, Captain no. Marvel. I'm so glad Blake Shots isn't fired. in the comments. He'll never, he'll never miss another. He's on his way. I can hear him starting <laughs> up his vehicle. Yeah. Um, so I do want to uh, Taylor Burton, uh, longtime fan of the show, and now on our shout out level on our Patreon. Um, get get on Taylor's level, guys. Um, <laughs> he says, and this might be sad to say out loud, and I feel for you uh, as a DCEU defender. It's in shambles, man. Like even he's like, fuck. Like come on. <laughs> I think with them already canceling, like. Starting and then canceling the Wonder Twins within, like, I don't know, like two seconds. <laughs> um, long at all. All of it, I th I think they're just going through with it, counting their losses, getting whatever money they can, and then but whenever they become, I don't know what their name is supposed to be, like Warner Discovery Plus or something, yep. I think at that point, everybody's going to die and we're going to get a new series. I mean, listen... The main problem with DC, as I see it, is their money-making characters we don't relate to as a public the same way that we relate to with 
the Marvel characters. Batman, sure, but his single focused ideology is kind of hard to like be like, hell yeah, Batman, you do your thing. Because if you've read the Batman comics, he's kind of fucked up. Like he's not just like the yes. you killed my parents, I'm fighting crime. Like the you know the 30s and 40s. Like he's a whole different persona now. And I mean, you have a guy in tights that you basically can't kill and is not like us. You know, you have Green Lantern, which eh, like, cool. Uh, it's just so hard to get over that yeah, Ryan Reynolds. I know. Turtle. So I mean, I think Marvel did a better job in their comics in a lot of senses of actually building imperfect heroes. Whereas DC, with a lot of their main ones, they built in things to make them seem like they had issues, but they made these characters so like, hey, these are the good, these are the lawfully good characters, and then they fight the they fight the evil ones, and now they're trying to get us to relate to them on a human level, and it's just yeah. not working. So plus, a, they suck at making movies in general. As a DC <laughs> fan, I would agree with you on the IRL cut of the movies, but the animated. They will take you to town well, every time. I mean, here's the thing that's different about the animated is, is in the animated movies, they're f trying far less to, say, connect with this character on an emotional level. It's about action, funny quips, and they're able to tell you a story in a compact amount of time that, that keeps your interest. Movie. Whereas the movies, they're, they're doing all this bullshit where they're like, oh, hey, like, here's all the side stuff, which is fine. But when you don't do it in a correct way, like, Marvel literally is the standard of how you make movies now. They can give us a, a tight movie in an hour and 45 minutes most of the time. There's a great story arc. The characters are charismatic. You relate to them. And at the end of it, you go, that was a pretty damn good movie. Like, there's a reason why, you know, Marvel's winning and DC isn't. And... You would think watching this show that I'm not much of a DC fan. And that oh, is, you are. Yeah. It could not be further from the truth. I love. I'm more love... of a DC than Marvel. DC Comics, and I love Marvel Comics. Now, I have said multiple times that if DC didn't have Batman, they would never have made it this far. If Marvel had gotten Batman, DC would have went down the can because they rely on him for everything. He keeps Justice League interesting. Yeah. Every time a comics sales are in the trash, they find some way to cross him over with a Batman comic. Um, it's they they really really rely on Batman to keep them alive and relevant. Yeah. Um, so it's it's uh what makes me really sad is that DC has some of the most amazing comic book characters with some of the most amazing history, and they fail to use it time and time and time again. Not only in their movies and even in the animated in the animated they're rehashing they they have the the they have the opportunity to rehash very popular comic book stories and it works in an animated format there is no need to change anything it doesn't require a lot of cg to make it work there's not a lot of production or art that goes yeah. into it you just take the comic book panels and you put them on the screen now when it comes to their movies <laughs> they rehash the same like five plots over and over and over again and it is so fucking bad uh yeah and i just i i'm just it's really sad also because warner brothers has such an amazing legacy of making great fucking movies over the history of their company they're one of the original movie studios and they have fallen so far from grace with just 
pumping fucking money into remaking the same shit over and over again that they've lost the ability to make relevant films, which I think is why we're getting this big shakeup at, at Warner Brothers. And they needed it. Mm-hmm. They had stagnated. That is kind of what terrifies me about the X-Men reboot, I guess you would want to... I don't even, I don't even consider the last ones really X-Men movies. But that's the same thing that they've done. They've done the same rehashing of the same story. And that's why I hope when DC reboots, because that's what's going to inevitably happen, same way with X-Men, I want something new. I love DC. I love the stories that they have. I love Teen Titans. I love DC for their groups. Justice League, Teen Titans, things like that. Yes. I love Marvel for their individual character development. Yeah. And that's where I differ on the two and i hope with every ounce of my being that dc pulls their head out of their ass well speaking of dc we got another bit of news to to rummage around uh the green lantern core series on hbo max uh set to begin filming later this year so it Green Lantern serialized is probably such a great idea, sure. and and they could even do it where the series follows all the different lanterns. It doesn't I necessarily so. yeah. have to just be Hal Jordan. It doesn't have to yeah. just be John Stewart. It doesn't just have to be Kyle Rayner. Make make it a goddamn B cop uh, show. You know, you inter- galactic oh, B cop yes. people, and Fresh don't even make it about Green our Green Lantern. Lantern. You want us to reconnect <laughs> with our characters. Quit throwing us the same fucking characters every every third movie. Give us give us a Kilowog episode or even a few where he's in it. Give us some unnamed Grant Lanterns to let us go. I really like Green Lantern Corps. I'd like to see some John Stewart now or you know Hal Jordan. Like, and then you come back into it. Like, it, it's kind of crazy that they're not you know understanding the process. But it is. Yeah. I I hope that these shows allow them and- to rebuild trust with people and get us to get excited about something and the show opens with like green boys what you gonna do and then it's like green lantern corps filmed with the hard-working men of the green lantern corps yep and then it's like there's like what you gonna do when they come there's like five lanterns just standing there like you get out of the ground what you gonna do yeah that's fun uh uh john krasinski uh is Heather is dying over there. Are you okay, Heather? Just, are you laughing or are you dead? I'm laughing. Yeah. Oh, cool. Heather's enjoying the show. Hopefully, everybody else is. Uh, so, the big question: If you've seen uh, the Doctor Strange movie, and if you haven't, uh, close your earballs for a second because yeah, shut the fuck up and don't listen. Um, the, the question is: Is is John Krasinski going to come back and reprise his role as a different multiversal? uh mr fantastic and potentially direct uh fantastic four the new one now jared i don't want to put too fine of a head on this okay but (laughs) fuck yeah he is that is our reed richards fuck yeah cool anyway (laughs) so yeah yeah there there you go uh ahsoka uh, the sh- no, no, wait, 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 wait. What, what do you think, Brittany? Let's not roll past this amazing piece of news. I mean, uh, I don't think I could stop any of what just happened. That's why I was going to continue on because it's like, how do you, like, what are you supposed to do? It's like whenever they'd have the kids come out and jump on the trampoline between a playoff game. It's like nobody gives a shit, kids. Like, cool, but like, let's let's continue on back to the other stuff. Like, like we just watched. You know, people do things. Ahsoka, the Disney Plus series, uh, started production today. So excited um, for this. So that's cool. Fuck yeah, dude! Finally. Uh, that's pretty exciting. I'm excited to see 
these shows continue because I think this is uh, Star Wars's response to all of the negative press from Kathleen Kennedy's three-part trilogy and trying mm-hmm. to make sure that we're giving the fans more of what they want. Uh, and hopefully, we, I mean, I guess even with how Boba, Boba Fett was kind of mixed reviewed feeling like it was still widely considered to be a good show i uh i'd say and i mean mandalorian's killing it uh hell yeah mm. so i mean as long as obi-wan isn't a failure we're just going to be able to continue to build this world i i saw the final trailer today it looked really good yeah um, it's excited. not getting great reviews i mean <laughs> I don't here's the problem with, i don't care but. here's I don't the problem with reviews. star wars fans all right is is you're holding on to the 70s and 80s movies so goddamn hard, thinking that that's the standard, and then anytime somebody builds your world, you go, that's not my Star Wars. Go fuck yourself. Nobody knew, nobody 30 years ago ever would have believed. Uh, you, a drunk man in a bar would have gotten laughed at. Hey, guys, oh, we're going to make an Obi-Wan Kenobi storyline that's going to happen right after Revenge of the Sith, and it's going to tell about how sad he is and his coming to his truth of the fact that the Jedi order fell. And they're like, yeah, fuck you, man. Like, wait, <laughs> like you get that. Like why? Like you get to experience that. And you're yeah. complaining. Like, unless it's, unless it's so overly politicized and like, where they're just trying to throw stuff in your face. I don't know how this is going to be a failure. We have inquisitors. We get to see Obi-Wan whoop up on the inquisitors. Cause you know, that's going to fucking happen. Obi-Wan Kenobi is a, a GD and, uh, Jedi Master, these Inquisitors are like little toddlers with lightsabers compared to them. Like, <laughs> like, like that's gonna be great. We're gonna get to see Darth Vader and Obi Wan Kenobi interact, and you know, get to see them fight. Where not have to see the flaccid penis fighting of uh, New Hope here. <laughs> that's so bad. <laughs> da, da. That's the first time I've heard it referred to as flaccid penis. Every time fighting. I watch that it, is... it just reminds me of me as a kid, like, like fighting sword fighting with other kids like it's just like haha i've defeated you and you're just hitting the sticks back and forth it is really, it's bad. really bad but i i don't know why they're it i mean it could just be a dog shit show who knows but i'm i'm hoping this is just negative feedback because people are stupid and they really like i, I don't know people i are stupid. hate how much i agree with you on this but it's the same thing that like marvel fans have been doing with the marvel movies for so long you've got expectations levels here when yeah there's going to be some movies that hit this level like in game infinity all of that but it's not all going to hit level 11 out of 10 you've got to have realistic expectations i will even go as i don't want to have an argument about this because i'm just making this statement as a broad stroke thing i'm not meant to (laughs) upset anybody i think the star wars movies the the original trilogy. I think we're having a, a something happen Earthquake. right now. It's a house uh, full of kids, man. There's gonna be noises. Uh, what the hell is That's that? That's my air conditioner. Sorry, we have a we have an air conditioner going off right now. Uh, I think the original Star Wars movies are gonna suffer from the same thing that the first Avatar movie suffered from. When we saw it, it was innovative. We'd never seen anything of its kind, and we put it up on a pedestal. And it's, it was like a huge thing. The original Star Wars movies were fantastic. I don't think they're as good as what everybody's freaking out about these movies now. And I think the second Avatar is going to suffer from the same thing that this is. Because the second one, you're like, well, I mean, cinematically, we already have this technology now. It's not that great anymore. We see a lot of cool shit. 
you know, is the storyline going to be good? Or you, or is, is James Cameron just going, oh, look, there's blue creatures in water now. Like, give me billions of dollars. I think it's going to flop. And I think it, I think it's kind of the similar thing is it was one of a kind at a time. Now it's not. And people are just freaking out because they won't accept that they're still getting a good product. It's just not the original product that they got. 100%. I can agree with that. Yeah. There's, well, there's a lot of nostalgia for Star Wars. And sure. There's a lot of like, it's not, this isn't what I grew up on. And it's like, but what you grew up on isn't what you grew up on either. And uh, Mike Casey uh, saying that both the original Star Wars movies suck and Lord of the Rings sucks. Mike, who hurt you? <laughs> who did this to you? Why Did he say that Lord of the Rings sucks? Yeah, he's, he's, he's not a fan of either Star Wars hands. or Lord of the Rings. I mean, and this is, I mean... I'm okay with him being our head of the video game department <laughs> because it doesn't involve him watching either of yeah. these. But or I'm not gonna let him around my kids anymore. That's for sure. So he's yes. not gonna play any of the Star Wars games anymore. He might. Soon. He might. Who knows? I don't know. I'm not in charge of Mike. Uh, I mean, I, technically, but I'm not. <laughs> um, but Mike, come on, man. They're okay. so good. So it's, it's moving on uh, from all of that, our last piece of news we have tonight at Rumor, Rumor Mill is uh, the season two of uh, Loki is uh, set to begin filming very soon, uh, said to be as soon as next month. So that's very exciting, especially given how uh, Loki was kind of the epicenter of the m- multiverse doing what it's doing now. So it'll be interesting to see how that storyline continues and how it ties into everything else that's happened post uh, Loki season one. So. Yeah, and this, this is great because Tom Hiddleston. Uh, yes, <laughs> but a great example of Marvel, not Marvel and Disney plus in general, not just turning around and pumping out another season right behind it. They've given us plenty of time in between and built a lot of story leading up to this Loki season two with, when we finally are going to get Loki versus Kang the Conqueror. I, I believe we're getting Ant-Man 3 prior to that show sure. dropping. Um, so I'm just I'm really excited. They did such a great job with the first season of Loki. Like, it's still the best Disney Plus series. Yeah. And that's saying book. something, really. I mean, there wasn't any bad ones. It just was the best of the best. There's There's some not so great ones i wouldn't call them bad but i think that falcon and winter soldier really shit the bed as far as you really think so i just don't i think that it never really did anything it uh i i think i, I, I think this was a huge nod to sam wilson and bucky barnes getting a post cap how is this all working? Because, you know, Sam Wilson being Captain America was a big storyline in the comics. Just, you know, his struggle with that. Bucky Barnes. We've grown up with Bucky Barnes from, you know, Captain America, the first Avengers. So never going to get a Winter Soldier movie. So, I, I I mean, I agree it wasn't the best of them. I still think it was pretty dang good. I, I don't think... think it needed to continue the storyline of the MCU and, you know, to be good. I think I... each series hits a different audience like yeah. winter soldier hits the more action-based diehard type fans wandavision is more sitcom hits you in the feels it, i think each one kind of hits a different audience there wasn't a single moment in captain america and the winter soldier which is what they changed it to at the end uh where i was like so on the edge of my seat excited about it i was just like oh cool there's some comic characters on screen this is fun like, I just, I never got like, oh my god, yeah, that's awesome, wow, wow, that's cool. Like, we got the exact Captain America costume that that Sam Wilson has in the comics, 
and the reveal was like he just flew in in the costume. It was like there was no development or whatever. He just like took a break, went to Wakanda, come back with a really cool fucking suit. Like, I just it wasn't. I don't know. That's fair, but that's all I have today for our rumor mill. Have these have these rumors been? Yeah, they've been milled. That's not my thing, Danny. I'm not gonna fucking do it. Don't sit here and demand that I do the same things. Uh. So uh, we all went and saw Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness last Thursday when it released. Yes, Um, can't confirm. And we would like to discuss it with you. So I'm going to uh, tell you. Spoilers. Incliners. I'm holding you by the sides of your head. Listen to me. We're going to spoil the shit out of this. I don't want to hear about it in the fucking comments. So, we're spoiling Multiverse of Madness now. Yeah, the more you know. Um, <laughs> Go ahead, Danny. Did you guys want to hear like a five-minute rant on why I don't give a shit about people complaining about spoilers? Nah, we're good. Um, that should be bonus content. Yeah, it could be bonus content. I think it's the dumbest fucking convention we've picked up on the internet is people crying about goddamn spoilers. If you're that goddamn upset about it, buy your Woo! tickets early, be in a seat Woo! fucking this minute the movie releases, and stay off the goddamn internet till you see it if you don't want to see fucking oh, spoilers. Tell them, Danny. Spank their little here. bottoms. Just Sorry. got hot. My bad. My bad. So, uh, so, anyway, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, what a fucking roller coaster that movie is from start to finish. Um... Now, obviously, there's some story elements that not everybody at this table was a huge fan of. Um, I really, really enjoyed this movie. Uh, Brittany, how did you feel about it? I really, really like it, especially the ending. Jared? Jared, do you have a Listen, you guys talk your stuff, (laughs) because when I argue the other side of this, I want to have what you guys have out. So you guys talk about what you liked about it, and then I will chat about what I So first off, it was definitely, definitely, hands down, a Sam Raimi movie. Yes. I fucking love Sam Raimi's movies. I'm a huge fan of Evil Dead. I love Bruce Campbell. Yeah, Drag Me to Hell is also one of my favorite movies of all time. I laugh from beginning to end every time I watch it, and I know it's a horror movie, but it's <laughs> fucking hilarious. It's kind of like Evil Dead. You just yes. laugh. And so like... all of the nods to the Evil Dead movies, I was like a, a giddy little fanboy <laughs> in the in the seat, just like, oh my god, that's from Evil Dead. Oh my god, this is the same Raimi movie. I was so excited. <laughs> Compared to Spider-Man, the Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3, this was so much better. Like, so much better. He had more control over this one, and you can tell. Yes. Secondly, the big plot twist. Cover your ears if you don't like spoilers. The big plot twist twist that Wanda is the actual villain of the movie. Now, who saw that coming? I mean, I... But to the point that she was by the end of it, that she wasn't, like... um, Mind controlled, or somebody was in control of her. Did you bad did you announce this beforehand? I got in trouble. No, 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 no. Here's my question so, to you: Is did you did you say beforehand that you thought because anybody can raise their hand post watching and go, I knew that all the time. You want street cred? I want to know if you actually said it pre, so that way we can give you the props you deserve. If you said you it, you don't it's on, see the entire chaos that so she, is up so here. So she didn't say it. So it's okay. That's fine. If you if you knew, I. Totally I didn't know. I, did. I was guessing based off of the end of WandaVision and how determined she was to find her children. Right. That was what was going to trigger this. But I assumed that I just like every thing. other Marvel thing, that even Wanda starting out as a bad guy, there was going to be some great, beautiful moment where she decides she isn't. And the whole end of the movie, it was going to be Wanda and Doctor Strange kicking somebody else, probably <laughs> Mephisto's ass. 
Uh, we didn't watch. get that. What? I said Mephisto watch. Yeah, at, at the end of the movie, Wanda just kicks her own ass. Um, also, uh, <laughs> side side story. In every universe where Wanda had her kids, which is where she drew the or the the uh, inspiration it. for the kids she made in WandaVision, did she have those kids with Wonder Man instead of Vision? I have so many questions about that. That is my one. Like, I have a list of questions after this movie. Who fucking cares? Me, me. I this do. Movie was terrible. The listen, I can't. I, I can't stand anymore. The Illuminati in this movie did not that serve a single goddamn purpose. They literally just stuck it in the middle of the movie That's and one said of the best part. They said. Yeah, okay, okay, hold on a second. I'm gonna hold, I hold Marvel to a standard, okay? They've given us the likes of Thor, Ragnarok, and Endgame. They know better than to just pander to us and not give us any goddamn payoff. That was a stupid sequence that the only cool thing about it was that we saw Professor X and Mr. Fantastic, and then spoilers, they both were killed super goddamn easily without a fight. That that whole thing was absolutely terrible. I'm sorry. It wasn't that great. So here's the great thing. If you are a Marvel Comics fan and you've read stuff with the Illuminati in it, you need to understand that these five individuals that think they can fix all the problems in the universe fucking ruin it every time. It never works in their favor, and they never fix anything. The Illuminati in the comics fucking suck. I'm not not talking about the Illuminati from from the comics. I'm talking about this movie and how they literally could have... Listen, I'm making this pledge to you right now, and you can hold me to it. I will write a better script for Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, and I will have you post it up, and you guys can rip me if you want. But I will make a better script that makes more goddamn sense than what they did, because here's what happened. Oh, hey, we met a girl that's already in crisis. We didn't build any sort of relationship with her. We were supposed to care about her. I didn't give a shit about her. I didn't even really like the actress that played her. She seemed very Disney to me, like, oh, gosh, what's going to happen next? She's a preteen. I don't, dude, I understand that. When the casting people cast somebody, they can cast from a... There wasn't two kids and a goat in the casting room for this character. They could have picked somebody better. It doesn't matter that she was a a teenager, a woman, any of that stuff. It was just a bad actress, in my opinion, for the role of that. She took me out of it. I know her name was America, but every time they they said America, I thought they were talking about the United States of America. I guarantee you a Republican is going to use clips from Doctor Strange for his campaign the next time he does it, and it's going to be fucking hilarious. Um, I I thought the use of Wong in this was totally arbitrary. You could have taken Wong out of it entirely, and the movie would have still have had the same whole whole setup. He was not used in a good way. Uh, again, the Illuminati setup was just fan service pandering. If they would have allowed, it's, it was just so stupid. <laughs> Zombie Strange at the end was not a great payoff. It took me out of the final battle, and it's one of the first times I haven't liked the end sequence of a movie because all it really was was wanted... They did the same thing DC does with going, there's a giant fucking blue sky beam. You have to stop it before time runs out, and then you didn't really even really defeat the main villain. She just said, oh, shit, I messed up. I'll I'll go ahead and take care of this. So what did they really do? They didn't really do anything. Like, it's... It's not a good movie, and I'm sorry for saying it because for so many reasons it's great nostalgia, but it wasn't a good movie. It was it was actually kind of I put it 
right below Ant-Man and the Wasp and just above the likes of Thor the Dark World and Captain Oof. Marvel. And that I, I will back that statement up as, as 100% fact. And that's with the cameos of all these characters. I really enjoyed Benedict Cumberbatch in his role as Doctor Strange. I loved the multiverse of the different Stranges. I thought the music note battle was fun. Ben saying the music note battle was meh. I thought it was an interesting that use was of kind magic. Of that was cool. It was yeah. a play on the audio because one of the things with this movie well, is Danny that, Elfman. Yes. And one of the things with this movie is that there was so many levels to it. It's like I went and saw it not even 24 hours after I saw it the first time. I saw it at like, what was it? Seven, 630, whatever. Yep. Thursday, and then I saw it at noon on Friday. Like, I was excited to go back and see it. Uh, there's many different elements that they do with this, and my brain has been thinking about it. There's definitely, like, definitely parts that does not make sense to me. Like, with the Illuminati, when Reed Richards is explaining what the hell Black Bolt's, like, ability is, like, he can whisper your name and he's going to explode your head, she has no idea about any of this. What Why are you saying any of this? Thought you're the smartest man on the planet. You know this woman's here to destroy everything. They didn't you take her take serious. your biggest weapon and you say, "Don't you go over there and press that button because that's bad." And then she fucking does it. And then what the what the what the hell? That's man? how arrogant they were. That that's is how they arrogant. Did not they, no, 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 no. Any threats? Arrogance is far less about it because one, they were smart enough to destroy their strange and fix a lot of their issues. They, they did not have the same issues that we had on our Earth, but they're dumb enough to sit there and say, this person just blew through past all of our guards. We're going to try to chat with her about stuff. You know what is crazy is that that Illuminati had multiverse experience, and uh, Scarlet Witch, Wanda Maximoff, is a Nexus being. Mm-hmm. She exists the same in every single universe. Um, so they definitely had a Scarlet Witch in their universe and had no idea who the fuck she was or what she did. Yeah. Which makes that no was sense. Another so plot that's, hole with that's it. one plot hole I have a problem I also with. didn't like Mordo. I didn't like how one note they made him with it. He's just like a lackey of the rest of them, and he right. like, couldn't even be convinced of anything else. Right. Like, Is it, are they going to have to do a whole other movie before they pay off the end of Doctor Strange 1 where Mordo I doubt they ever will. destroy sorcerers? I mean, they're going to come out with another one. Do you really well, think yeah, so? Oh, they're 100% coming out with another yeah, but, one. I mean, now you have Clea with Doctor Strange. Yes. Why would they go back to Mordo, Mordo where he's, eh, and then you have the likes of, like, multiversal villains that you can be fighting? I just don't see them ever doing that. When you that. listen yeah. to my hyper-focus, you might know. So speaking of Clea and uh, Stephen Strange, we They're are doing magic a, users. Yeah, we are doing a top five based on our favorite magic-based characters. Hey, did you respect my opinion at least? Yes, of course. I was I'm not saying it to be mean. I just genuinely thought it was a bad movie. Also, for the records, I called Le- Clea. Clea? Uh, Clea. And just for the record, uh, on the episode well prior to you being on the Ooh. show, when Brianna Bright was here talking about her book, The Shepherd and the Horn Girl, Blake reported that uh, Charlize Theron was going to be playing Clea Strange on Boom. Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> Do we have this? footage of that. <laughs> no. I have my own thoughts about that one. We do have a top five this week. You and, know, uh, I respect the hell out of it. You're like, you know what? In the face of overwhelming evidence, I'm still going to believe what I believe. Yeah. And, you know, good for you. We are talking about our top five magic-based heroes or characters in general. 
please feel free to post your five in the list uh, in the comments as we go. Uh, Brittany, would you be so kind as to kick us off with your number five? Yes, I would. Game. Even though I named six people. Yeah, you, you did the top six. <laughs> I couldn't decide who I wanted. Um, my number five would probably John Constantine. Oh God damn! Yeah. Was he on your initial list? I don't. It's yes, fine if he, he was. That's he was fine. On my initial six. Well, hold on a second. Uh, cool. What about John Constantine? Like <laughs> I really like how I don't give a fuck that character is. Definitely. He's just for him. There's a new actually animated movie that was that's coming out that really re-triggered a lot for me. That looks completely old school, new school, and 100% fucked. And that's what I like about his character. I like his abilities. I like how he started when he was trying to kind of like prove himself with this magic user, damned a girl to hell, and that's completely mentally fucked with him for the rest of his life. Yeah, and Constantine, prior to Alan Moore getting a hold of him, was basically just like a uh, caricature of a British magician. Uh, and then really a lot of his grizzled qualities come from the run that uh, when Alan Moore did him in Swamp Thing. But, man, what a great character. And, uh, you know, uh, Keanu Reeves has actually said he would love to do a sequel to his Constantine and like try to, to get him it. right. That's how I got introduced to the character, actually. I, I'd really like to see a quality British uh, Constantine again. I've really liked the Constantine version they've done in the animated. I also didn't like – I didn't dislike the Constantine they had cast for League of uh, Legends of the – whatever the <laughs> fuck that's called. Legends of Tomorrow, is that correct? Yeah. It's yeah, the yeah. same one from the – TV show, the, wasn't yeah, it? from the Constantine TV series, and they also crossed him over with Lucifer. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Very cool. Yes, but that that actor was a perfect choice. I uh, love him, Jared. So you're number five. So my number five, we can have a fun argument about this if we want, but I'm going to say Geralt of Rivia, the Witcher, who is not a pure magic user, but he does use magic, uh, and he's going to be my uh, number five. I would I, agree. I feel like Ben's going to throw a flag on the play, but carry on. <laughs> he can he can throw whatever he wants. He's not here. I, I'm not going to listen to. But here's the thing. He was. Altered using magical means. He has the ability to do spells, and but he can also fight. Some of my favorite video game characters are people that can do magic and fight with a sword equally. Yeah. And he's a great representation of that. So sit down your pipe and smoke it, Ben. Geralt of Rivia is a great character. Uh, the books are fanta- fantastic. And I love – the thing I love about the Witcher uh, video games is that they all pick up after <clears> – <throat> Jesus Christ, I can't talk. They all pick up after the books finish. Yeah. So it just continues the story as opposed to taking the story and retelling it. Yeah. Um, and the Witcher television series does a bit of that as well. It, oh, it, it, yeah. Sorry. It, it, was... it takes place within yeah. the, uh, the books, um, which is great. Heather, what do we have on chat? Nick, Bur- Nick Beck's got Willow. Love Willow. <laughs> That's such a good movie. Mike Casey has Alucard. Yeah. Is Alucard a magic user? Uh, Which version? Are we ta- what, what version are we talking about? Are we talking about Castlevania Alucard or a different one? Because Alucard in Castlevania is just any a fucking aspects, vampire. His weapons and the items that he chooses to wield are in tune with some sort of magic. That's an interesting thing. Like, is a vampire magic? Uh, you see, Brand- Danny's head exploding right I, now. Well, a really great question is. Alucard from what? There are a lot of characters named Alucard. Yeah, get back to Me. us there, Mike Casey. Yeah. Symphony of so the that, Night. Symphony of Night. So that is Trans- uh, Castlevania. 
So it's Alucard from Castlevania. Um, I guess technically you could say so. He controls a sword. Uh, he's got that rock and swimmer's bod, so that's good. That's magic right there. Him and oh, Jesus, the only you know, two people to ever pull that off. The sword. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's magic. Sure. Yeah, definitely. He's a he's a caster for sure. Fair enough. Yeah. Cool. Taylor Burton's number five is Newt's Commander. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. I like Newt's Commander. I don't have any problems with that character. You know, for all the shit that happened that with uh, Fantastic Beasts and where to find them, I thought that old what's-his-face that played Newt's Commander, I can't remember the, the name of the actor. Eddie Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne, thank you. I think he did a great job of portraying Newt's Commander. Because, like, they even said in interviews and, and stuff that he was supposed to be, like, slightly autistic in a way. But, like, they, yeah. they did it very tastefully, you know, and it was just a great he i think as an actor he did a great job portraying that in a in a movie and they didn't you know overly try to sell you and stuff it's just like hey this guy loves animals he's going off doing his thing like yeah he's a and he went toe to toe with a lot of cool uh, badass I, people i love newt in the first fantastic beast movie i wish that in the second and third one he was actually a main character in the movie he stars in that's that's my one thing. He's not the main character in either of those. Well, technically, uh, the book wasn't very long, so that's this true. is now uncharted territory. I haven't watched them past the first one. Good. The for second you. one's good. I, I mean, it's not bad. I mean, it is a new introduction to the Wizarding world, so if you like that, it's a great watch. As a movie as a whole, it's not, you know... Eh. Mike uh, Mike said uh, Newt did more magic than Harry, lol. And he's, he's Harry didn't need magic. He had Hermione. So <laughs> you play with the team you have. Uh, oh, you what else we got, Heather? Vin's number five is Mickey Mouse, Kingdom of Hearts. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. So I Mickey Mouse from so Kingdom much. Hearts. He's the bat, like one of the most badass characters yeah. in the series uh, for every single version of the game. And he's yeah, he's a total um, total badass, total. Uh, like, every time you get to team up with Mickey, it's like, fuck, yes, I got Mickey on my team. He's so good. Yeah, never played it. Uh, What's King your number Mickey? five there, Danny? We have my one, number we five. Have What's up? Malnourish's number five is Chris Angel. <laughs> the mind freak. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Danny looks like a magician. <laughs> I bet I could see that. If he had, like, a like ruffled shirt or something, I would In do that. Anyway. He need the top hat. <laughs> I just want to see him in a top hat. I have a really nice top hat. Anyway, Merlin from The Sword and the Stone, the Disney film. That's a callback. Uh, yes. The, Lord, uh, I feel old. D- is that not, like, for the majority of us, our first experience with a wizard as a kid? What What was what? Merlin from Sword and the Stone? Aw. So just me, then. You're so no, old. Cool. I remember being introduced with that one, but there was also another one. So you had, like... The troll that lived underneath the bridge in Time Central. I don't remember what the name of the movie is. But you had another one where it was like the princess and there was like this evil goblin. I don't know. I got to Google it. I'm going to stop talking. So this. <laughs> this so, wait. I have no idea. I don't know what we're talking about. But uh, Merlin from Sword in the Stone. One of the best Disney characters for sure. Um, You're he, talking about from the movie from 1963, right? No, was it was it made in 1963? Disney's the, animated the kid, Sword in the Stone. The kid that's got the scarf and the red cloak. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's an old. That's from an old 1963, Danny. Did you not, not get all of to us watch that as a kid? Then. Well, I'm sure you didn't get to watch it as a kid because it had demons in it. Yes, because I was born 26 years later. Yeah, um, but no. So everybody loves Merlin. He's he's oh. one of the best magic based characters. The princess and the goblin. Never saw it, um, but. Uh, yeah, he's a great character. He's so fun. Uh, really fun, crotchety old man. Does a lot of 
hijinks and adventures, and he's also the most powerful magician in the world that he lives in. Uh, and he gets to help young King Arthur find his path. Brittany, you're number four, please. Satana. I love her character and how underestimated she is in basically everything that she is in. And then she comes back and just... Yes, and uh, Zatanna being uh, one of the most powerful magical characters in all of DC Universe Mm -hmm. um, has the ability to make anything happen as long as she says it in reverse. She says it in reverse. And depending on what series or what you're looking at, like Young Justice, her father is turned into Dr. Fate. You have the animated series where Batman goes to her and you have Dead Devil? I can't think of his name. Dead Man. Dead Man. And she sees that right away and has to help Batman and all of them. And they underestimate her until, boom, yes. Everything that she's in, she's underestimated until she just proves, nah, bitch, I got this. Yeah, I believe that we did an Are You Done with uh, Zatanna versus... Was it it Scarlet Witch or was it... I think it was Scarlet Witch. It was Scarlet Witch. And I believe that after the final count, Zatanna actually won that one. Which is... Did I have Scarlet Witch in that one? I believe so. Yeah, I That's was arguing. Stupid. I mean, listen, Zatanna is cool, but we just watched Scarlet Witch in the movies. Uh, uh, Freaking uh, <laughs> Professor X after destroying him in the mind world. Like that. That's not a fight. I'm sorry. It's about as good of a fight as uh, Gore the God Butcher and Kratos. Am I right? Jared, you're my number, number four, four uh, comes from Castlevania as well, and that's uh, the uh, magic user Sypha, the companion to Trevor Belmont. Uh, she is a badass, uh, especially as the show progresses. Like she's literally just flowing through these vampires, shooting uh, fireballs and ice picks out at them. Like it's 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 pretty cool to watch. And she's a fun character too, and there's a good development with her. Oh yeah, between them, and then also with Alucard in the uh, later seasons. If you guys haven't seen Castlevania on Netflix, definitely go watch it. It's a very good show. So, uh, Heather, what do we have in chat? Right. Taylor's number four is Gandalf the Gray. Hell yeah! A wizard is never late. Number four is Elminster from Forgotten Realms. I don't know who that is, but cool, Nick. My Casey's number four is Fortune Teller Baba from Dragon Ball Z. Bobbity, and uh, yeah. Um, Malnourished number four is Dynamo. I don't don't know. You know if. If you guys are just gonna make up names, all right, we're gonna stop. (laughs) Are you talking about the X Men character? No. Are you no, at? that's Domino. That's Domino. Di- yeah, that's, that's, that's Dynamo. That's, yeah, that's Dynamo. I don't know what that's from, though. Sorry, Malnourished. I, you outnerded me on this one. Congratulations. Yeah. Get wrecked, fool. Amaterasu like from Okami, the, uh, the wolf goddess who um, has the ability to create things simply by drawing them with her tail. And uh, she's amazing. What a, f- what a funny thing. Like, on the day that everybody gets superpowers, they're like, hey, you can make anything you want. Oh hell yeah! But you got to draw it with your tail. Damn it! Like <laughs> you can you can smell crime, but only if you're underwater. Like ugh, this is stupid. Yeah, Mike Casey's corrected me in the comments, and he's right. It wasn't Bobbity. That's from uh, the Majin Buu saga. Uh, Baba is this older witch lady who flies around with a crystal ball in Dragon Ball. Sorry, Mike. Uh, my number four is probably one of the greatest characters to have ever existed, but also one of the strongest magic users in his own right, Dr. Doom himself, Victor Von Doom. Uh, he was like, 
I got a scar on my face. I don't feel good about myself. I'm going to put on this badass armor, Aww. and I'm going to learn magic and fuck up everybody else's world. The the ruler of Latveria, um, the greatest foe of the Fantastic Four, the only man who can challenge Reed Richards over and over again for over a decade now. Um, Probably one of the most dangerous entities in the Marvel Universe, really. Mm. And you might say, Danny... What do you mean a decade? Marvel's been around since the 1940s, and I will say to you that Marvel runs on a rolling 10-year timeline based on the age of Franklin Richards. Uh, so he's only ever been fighting the Fantastic Four for 10 years. Brittany, you're number three. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> My number three is Raven. She is the daughter of, like, the badass demon, and probably one of my favorite scenes from her, and that's calling back Trigon. to last week is from Batman Metal where she looks at these alternate versions and just says, you can't scare me. I'm the daughter of a demon. Basically, bring it, bitch. And anything that she's in, she's very straight-laced. She's very, like, matter-of-fact. And I have mad respect (laughs) for her, her abilities, all of it. Yeah, Raven is... I mean, she's the reason I'm into hot goth girls. It's I, <laughs> She's not the reason, but she hasn't helped my uh, <laughs> goth girl fantasies. Yeah, either, absolutely. So. And, and not just because she's attractive, but Raven is a total fucking badass. Mm-hmm. She's she somebody is. you do not fucking Fuck mess with. with. And, and what a perfect example of DC needing to give a nerf to somebody where if, they, if she didn't have... Uh, Trigon uh, living in her jewel, the jewel on her head, like messing her up. She would be OP as fuck. Like she's very powerful. Like, so my favorite thing is that she loves Beast Boy, and he's just not any of that. It's adorable. Yeah, and uh, Jared, you're number three. <laughs> so since Constantine was taken from me, uh, I'm gonna go with another cool magic user in the DC universe, and that's Etrigan. Uh, Etrigan, who's been alive since, or been around since the days of Merlin, uh, got yep. combined with, uh, Jason was it Blood. D- Damien, what is his name? Jason Blood. Jason Blood. I don't know why I was gonna, I was gonna say a version of that, but I knew it wasn't right. Uh, but I always loved him in the Justice League, uh, cartoons. Really always enjoyed him in the comics. Like, I actually really liked him. The newest, uh, uh, DC animated movie, the one where they uh, went and... I, I think it was Apocalypse or something. They, they went and tried to fight... Um, oh. God, I can't remember what it's called. He's just really funny in that because he's so disinterested in fighting everybody and he's just going through plowing through people just depressed as shit. And it's, it's just really interesting to watch, but I've always liked his character. Yeah, and Etrigan's a rhyming demon, so when yeah. he's on the Earth plane, he has to speak in rhyme. He's, he he's the world's oldest rapper. Nice. Nice. He's got good meter. Wicka wicka. He's got bars. Yeah. Straight from hell. Yeah. Heather, what do we got in chat? Nick Beck's got Harry Dresden. Yes, the main character from the Dresden Files, both a book series and a television show that was featured on the Sci-Fi Channel. Um, I'm, I've not watched it, but I'm familiar with it. Mike Casey's got Princess Zelda. Hell yeah. Um, especially when she uh, has the ability to change from Sheik to Zelda, um, and all of her cadre of different magical-based abilities that Zelda can do. Can I can I tell you something about me? Yes, you may. Never played a single Zelda game. Uh, well, that's very sad. It's <laughs> one of my very most favorite video game series, and Vic- it has Victoria a very rich Zelda, mythology. 
and she's played it in front of me, and I think I may have played like two minutes of it and sucked, but I've never, I don't know anything about Zelda, nothing, like at all. I know about Link and Zelda, and I've maybe played about an hour, and that's about it. Yeah, she's, she's a god wild. compared to me. <laughs> Look how hairy your chest is. Pop that top off, my, my buddy. I'm a hairy man. Woo. I mean, most people listen to this audio anyway, so it's not like we're going to break any sort of um, yeah sex sex things. I love Legend of Zelda. I'm I'm actually getting the the Triforce and the Hylian Shield tattooed on me as well. Um, nice. Yeah, Zelda's a badass. Ben, I think you're correct. Justice League. Dark it is was not the one actually. That you were talking. Is that is that correct? I know it was. They had several le- several uh, Justice League versions. I want to say it had something to do with Apocalypse because they had the Justice League Dark. That I'm pretty sure was Constantine, yeah. Dead Man, Zatanna, Batman, and they. F- oh, oh, okay, Dark Apocalypse War. Yeah. I, I knew there was a subtitle oh, yeah. to cool. it. Uh, nice, thank you. Malnourished number three is Harry Houdini. Okay, yeah the uh, the real life. Uh, I, you I I mean he used uh, more illusions than magic, but I guess <gasps> depends on who you ask. Who Santa Claus te- is technically magic too. Yeah, uh, but, a master escape artist. He uh, inspired a many many generations of illusionists trying to replicate the things that he was able to do, uh, and he was the OG. He created all of them himself. So, do you think Houdini's responsible for all of the idiots that came after him and died doing their tricks? <laughs> yeah, but what a legacy, you know? <laughs> yeah. Do you think? Every person who fails makes you that much more badass. Danny, 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 I have a great idea for a show. I am uncomfortable. Stop the presses. Here's what we do. This is a murder mystery show where basically the uh, the spirit of Harry Houdini comes back and starts killing people uh, like based on all of his his illusions and shit that he did, and they have to, like, you know follow the trail and figure out what's going on i don't know who they are but you know that's a thing that's right? that's a million dollar idea that he just put it's, out there for it's free a, for you it guys. is at least an idea that's for Heather, sure what else we got in chat ben's number three is howl from howl's moving castle yeah it's a great howl. character uh great movie uh it's in the studio ghibli uh line and uh uh fun it's fun wow. Howl's awesome. and taylor's wow. number three is dark fate Doctor Fate, Dr. Fate. Uh, from Justice dark League Fate. The animated series. Wow, that would be an uh, interesting twist. <laughs> oh no, it's Dark Fate. <laughs> oh no, I'd watch uh, it. Would put it against uh, early DC to make a character named Dark Fate, but I mean, probably not now. But right up there with Black Lightning, I'm yeah. sure. Uh, <laughs> great, uh, but yeah, Doctor Fate's an amazing character, and, yeah. and it's hard to have any list of magic-based characters and not name the Lord of uh, Order himself, Doctor Fate. Um, Chicka chicken. Ben wants to know what that was, Brittany. What'd you say? What, what, what? I don't know. Uh, my number what three is Pug from the Riff War novels uh, by uh, Robert E. Or Raymond E. Feist. Uh, he's a great character. He's an orphan. He is oh. raised in uh, uh, filth, and he's uh, not well liked, and he's mistreated, and he's and everybody thinks he's stupid. And it turns out he's an absolute fucking genius for magic, and he becomes the most powerful magician in their entire world. Um, and the entire book series is based around uh, Pug's effect on the universe that he lives in, and how he creates this bridge between the world that they're on 
in Midkemia and Kelawan, which is a whole other universe, and he builds a bridge between the two, and then they go to war. And so this is a, a dog? No, he's a man. Huh. Pug is a man named Pug. I don't uh, think that's true at it's all. It's from but... the Raymond E. Feist book series uh, Magician Apprentice and Magician Master. Oh. Million uh, dollar idea. Do the same story but make him a pug the, dog. An actual pug dog. Yeah. yeah. He's, he said when you, when you said something about Howl, or when I said Howl, you said When I say I Howl, you say Howl. to hear that one. I love Studio Ghibli. I'm a, I'm, I, they have my money every time, every way. I have like own three different copy versions of Princess Mononoke. Like they have my money. Yeah, and know. your number two. My number two is Clea Strange. I like. I went through a rabbit hole a while back <laughs> um, about Clea. I like her backstory. I like the fact that she started out as a character from like the '60s, where she was being saved by Strange, to a character where she's badass as her own, as her own Sorcerer Supreme in the Dark Dimension, holds her own. Tells Strange to fuck off when he needs to, and then comes in and basically saves the day after bad things happen to Strange. Without yeah, spoilers. Clea, yes, came into her own. She started out as a love interest for Doctor Strange, and now she's a, an amazing character in her own right. With yes. her own, she's taken over the line of comics for Doctor Strange. Do do do. My number two. Your number two is Albus uh, something something Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Listen. You say what you want about Harry Potter and Dumbledore's motives, but when you are the only person that somebody of such pure evil, like uh, he who must not be named, like actually is scared of you, like yeah. there's no other wizard on planet Earth that Voldemort would have said, you know what, we're dueling right now, but I'm going to jet out of here because I don't think I can win this fight. And that that makes you know you're you're a goddamn badass. He's so badass that he orchestrated his own death to help Harry defeat his greatest nemesis, and he did it like a champ. You know, he took it on the chin. Like what a what a class act. Yeah, Albus, Perseus, w- Percival, Wilfric, Brian, Brian, something Dumbledore. Well, I think that's it, isn't it? Brian. Brian. Look, okay, Percival, Wilfric, Brian. Nailed it. Hell Good yeah. job, team. God. Good job, team. Let's let's awesome. let's touch tips later, Danny. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, I can stay here. I'm pretty You'll sure I could have just said that without uh, us having a triumph, then we could have done it. Heather, <laughs> what do we have in chat? <laughs> what do we have in chat? Nick's number two is the game master from the D and D cartoon. Yeah, that's. Uh, I loved the D and D cartoon as a kid. Was uh, D and D cartoon? Yeah. Yeah, a bunch of kids get on a roller coaster <laughs> and they go through a tunnel and they come out in the Forgotten Realms. <laughs> Uh, there's like a stupid little unicorn that follows him around. Is it good? No. Is it pretty bad? It was good when I was Stop shit. Okay. <laughs> it was about the same times as the Mario and Luigi animated series. Uh, Listen, it predates that. With, does it? Have yeah. you seen no. Have you seen Legend of Vos Machina yet? I've watched some of it. Oh, I don't understand how you've not Ben's watched it and watched I, it again. I just I don't have time so for anything. I do, listen, if you don't do anything else this week, screw your spouse. You know, don't don't pay your bills. I'll don't do anything else. Sure. <laughs> watch watch Legend of Vos Machina. I'm so excited to see the future of of D and D storylines coming to the mainstream and being able to be animated or whatever else they do because that was one of the more perfect uh, shows that I've ever seen from start to finish. And it was 
and and it's all just based off of Critical Role's uh, first campaign guess, that they did. I guess maybe I didn't get so excited about the uh, the animated version because I actually listened to it when it was Critical Role. It made me give oh, a damn Danny, I'm too- <laughs> If you guys don't know this, this is Danny with his with his nose up in the air, going, oh, "I was there from the beginning. I don't need to be there now." Like, like he's the douchebag that's like, "I saw this painting before it came to this museum. It's kind of old news now." Like, oh, you're wearing you're wearing the shirt from last season. Oh, blah. This has been How to Be a Snooty D-Bag with Danny Stewart. Join in next week when Danny talks about why you shouldn't wear certain types of pants after Labor Day. It's, it's white, but you shouldn't wear them any time. Well, I don't fucking know because I don't judge people like that, Danny. <laughs> you see what Blake not being here is doing to us? Like, I, he, You're tearing us apart! He's, he's the glue, man. He holds this whole show together. Uh, anyway, what else we got in chat? Who the hell are we on, anyway? <laughs> Mal's number two is Finn and Teller. Another great illusionist team. Uh, the duo, they, uh, I, I love, love the Penn and Teller's bullshit series. It's so good. Taylor's number two is Doctor Strange. The one from the What If series, he's saying. So, oh, my um, God. Yeah. Way crazy powerful. Um, yeah, absolutely. If there was if there was a line, he crossed it, and it was awesome. I couldn't agree more. That 26-minute that show... Uh, the very last of What If was ten times better than Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And, uh, yeah, if we had gotten that strange in Multiverse of Madness, that would have just elevated the movie so much beyond what, what we got in the theater. Not that I didn't love it, but... Mm-hmm. Um, Heather? Mike's number two is Little Steven, Binding of Isaac. So Isaac's deceased brother that floats behind you and shoots magic homing tears at enemies. That's super useful. Um <laughs> Thank you, Lil Steven. Lil Steven. And Finn's number two is, is it Ang Hong? Ang. Ang. No. Uh, no, 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 no. You say his name right. You say it with some GD and respect. We are not M. Night Shyamalan, okay? It's Ang from Avatar The Last Airbender. How? How? The Avatar himself. Danny, 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 how? How do you as a director watch, if he did watch it all, I, I would have more respect for Indian Night Shyamalan if they said, here's here's three seasons of this show, here's all the back lore, and he said, I don't fucking need it. Just give me five seconds. Break it down to me in five seconds, and I'm going to make a movie. Like, I have more respect than knowing he just said, I'm going to call him Ong. That sounds better. Like, like who are you, dude? Like, uh... Yeah. I I don't have time to break into how much I hate the uh, Which one's last worse? Airbender movie. The Dragon Ball Z Live action or Dragon Ball evolution? Yeah, or is, the live action Avatar. I, if you I had to pick, which one was worse? The Dragon <laughs> Ball Z. <laughs> so I think here's the difference: is I think Dragon Ball Z was made where they were like, "This is pretty bad, right?" <laughs> like you know, there had to have been some sense of humor in that because it was that bad that somebody had to have been like, "All right, we're going a little overboard with this shit." Avatar was try to was meant to be a serious movie where they put a lot of effort into it. You look at the budget, who they got to direct, all this different stuff. They're two different movie setups. They failed that storyline so bad. And the crazy thing is, what a great show. Mm. They could have just continued to follow off that stuff, but it's just case in point, it's really hard to take an animated show and then translate that into uh, live action. 
It's evolution. Uh, they, uh, at least, even though there are some things in Last Airbender that I absolutely fucking hate, because it's not good. It's not good. The acting sucks. The Everything sucks. It just was not well done. The story is still the first season of Avatar The Last Airbender. It is at least that. If you watched Last Airbender, and that is your only experience with Avatar, you still know what happened in the first season of Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah. If you watch Dragon Ball Evolution and it's your only experience with Dragon Ball, you have no idea what the fuck Dragon Ball is about. <laughs> they are The two things have nothing in common. They are no way, in, in any way, shape, or form, even remotely the same thing. The... Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Evolution. They're, they basically should have just made a whole different fucking movie and not called it Dragon Ball Evolution. They could have just left the Dragon Ball name off of it. Sure. Mm. Well, they could have just called it not The Last Airbender and just called it Ong and his stupid friends try to lift a rock for yeah. an hour and, and a half. Where was Appa? Where the fuck was Appa at? Why is that so this, hard? Anyway. this <laughs> The Last Airbender is suffering from the same thing that Wheel of Time series has suffered from is... In the animated series and in the books, respectively, for both of those properties, they were able to convey magic use and how they were to do that into fighting styles and a bunch of different stuff that worked really, really well. But in live action, you can't do that very well, or at least they haven't found a good way to do it. Case in point, when they took 10 earthbenders to lift one rock and then lightly toss it at somebody. Like, yeah. are you serious? In the show, one air, one earthbender could have lifted up a rock the size of your car and tossed it at the guy at Mach 7, and you wouldn't even yeah. have known. Like, it's just stupid. I don't agree. They both suck. I got a lot of vinegar inside me tonight. Like, I, I'm very... Let it like, out, man. Let it out. Just, what better place than here? Yeah. What better time than now? Danny, what's your number two? My number two is Raceland from the Dragonlance Chronicles. He's a character who starts out as your typical D&D magician, and by the end of his... Uh, by the end of Raceland's story, he becomes a god. Um, he is probably one of the greatest magicians from the Forgotten Realms. Um, and he's actually such a popular character that he's actually in the D&D books now as a, a deity. Um, which he just started out as a regular book character from a Dragonlance story. And Good for him. Got it just so incredibly and immensely popular. And the great thing about Raceland is he has a very... He's, like, chaotic neutral Fair. Uh, whenever they created the character. So, like, he doesn't really give a shit about much. And he st- still keeps coming back to his core of his, like, protecting his brother who's a barbarian and his family. And it's just – it's a really great character building. And it's a great example of what D&D does for storytelling. Brittany, your number one. Tables. That's a good way to make him stop. Brittany, what was your number one? Magic, a.k.a. Ilian Rasputin. I love everything. I've been obsessed with her since I originally found her. She's a mutant. She is Colossus's sister. She gets lost into, like, uh, holy son of a monkey. I would just... Limbo. Yeah. She gets lost into limbo. She basically turns half demon. She's got, she's the sorcerer supreme or sorceress supreme of limbo. She's probably on top of one of the being the most powerful X-Men altogether. She's definitely within the top five. She's hot, tough list. badass, and can basically destroy anybody. She's a teacher in the new Strange Academy. 
I love everything about her. I was going along with you. I was along for the ride. <laughs> so, yeah, magic is great. She is, like you said, the younger sister of Colossus, the uh, Russian uh, X-Men uh, strong man. Come quietly uh, or there will be trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Stole that movie from Robocop. <laughs> but also, yes, she uh, she also suffered from the legacy virus for a while in the 90s and was converted to being like a five-year-old for a while. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, and then she got her teen body back eventually and then had to sacrifice her own soul to get out of limbo, which makes her unable to feel things towards other people. She just knows right and wrong, but she doesn't do them out of any sense of empathy or uh, moral code. She just does it because someone told her her whole life that's the thing to do. She's one of my favorite storylines is when the X-Men and Colossus, all of that, go to Limbo to try to save her. That is probably one of my favorite storylines altogether. So much that before I even joined the show and you guys were asking about comics, I'm like, read this. Yeah. She's a great character. Jared, you're number one. So my number one comes from my favorite book series of all time, and that is the Wheel of Time series. Uh, I hope to God they make a good show one of these days out of that. It's a great storyline. Maybe. Maybe they will. Not Probably not in the next probably five not. years. But that is uh, Randall Althor, the uh, Dragon Reborn. Uh, if you are familiar with this at all, and even if you're not, there's basically – Kind of, you know, a general magic that uh, certain users can tap into, and Randall Thor's dream dropped. On. Have we really? We just been talking this whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Randall Thor, uh, Wheel of Time. He's a great Sorry. magic person. I'm Amazon now, so. did a shit job of making a TV series. They Hopefully made a TV some... series. Yeah, it was awful. Hopefully, what? someday we'll get a decent one. Uh, Heather, what did we have in chat for our number ones? Nick Beck's number one is Loki. Hell yeah, Loki's a great magic user. He's an Asgardian god himself, and then embraced. The uh, sorcery that he was able to learn uh, outside of being a god. <laughs> Taylor's number one is Mickey Mouse from Fantasia. I love that movie so the much. The sorcerer's apprentice himself, uh, who is also King Mickey from Kingdom Hearts. That's the that's the Mickey that you play in Kingdom or you get in Kingdom Hearts is the sorcerer's apprentice version. I have no more at the moment. Okay, if you had other number ones, throw them up in chat. My number one is Richard Rawl. Uh, the main character from the Sword of Truth series, which, um, if you don't know, I have the Sword of Truth tattooed in the back of my neck. Uh, I have a kid named after the main female protagonist of the series. And it is literally one of my favorite book series. But he's also a uh, war wizard, the first one born in 3,000 years with the ability to wield not only light side magic, but also the dark side of magic. And uh, he literally can create and destroy anything in the universe, including the Earth he lives on. Uh, he's an amazing character, and uh, I love that series. Uh, Ben's number one was Edward El- Edward Elric from Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, he said this show also happens to be my favorite of how magic is used. Yeah, Brotherhood uh, or the probably talking about Brotherhood, but he's definitely watched both. So I have to. Uh, Wow. Oh, good. Uh, anyway, this has been our top five. <laughs> top five. Are Jedi Knights magic? Kind of. I mean, the Medichlorians I are mean, magic. Space wizards, oh, for Medichlorians sure. are magic. They have magic abilities that other people can. I, I, I think Jedi PTSD. Knights are magic. I oh, think the, I would. I would consider listen. That. A, a single person is not capable of having a laser sword, wielding it around their body, and never cutting their arm off, and not being magic. That's you have to have some sort of magic ability. Yeah, space wizards, <laughs> for sure. 
Um, Thank you. Yeah, that's a great one. So our top five for next week is going to be top five. <laughs> he's not asking us. He's just stalled because he. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll come back around to it. Uh, maybe when we're done with the next part of our show. Uh, well, Jared, I'm not done. I'm I'm also not done. Jared, I'm I'm ready to go. I'm fired you wanna, up. You want to do some fucking arguing? You walked into the wrong room, motherfucker. Actually, it's your house, so I guess there's no rooms. The wrong room. <laughs> ben says next week let's do uh, a top five hey, of me only. On <laughs> Ranking your children. And I have to rank my five children. Fantastic. Okay, so obviously normally Blake would be the one announcing this, as he's always done in a classy manner. Uh, but tonight I'm going to do it, since Blake is not here. We, we can bequeath her the button. I trust her not to use it before she's okay. ready. Yeah, yeah. This is... This is huge. She has not touched that button in an official capacity since the smashing incident. So this yeah, is a lot of trust. Since you destroyed the last This button. is a lot of trust. Um, I will smash it, too. Uh, so tonight we're going to have a, f- a very interesting battle between Gore the God Butcher and Kratos uh, from the, the God of War, uh, God of War uh, video games and, and books. Um, so Danny is going to be taking Kratos. I'm going to be taking Gore the God Butcher. We're going to go uh, mano y mano. We're going to explain our characters, have a, a heads-up argument about it, and then we're going to have our uh, last arguments to see who won. Yep. Um, how do we do this in the chat? We do emojis to see who won? Yes, so you can do your reactions in the chat, and those will count towards the winners of the various arguments. Uh, this, in this case, you will have Jared, uh, which will be a... Uh, a like wow emoji. face. Figured yeah. should be the, the angry shock face. emoji. And uh, the laughing emoji to vote for me, uh, the greatest arguer of all time. The That's, nerd, king, the nerd king himself. Hold on a second. That's not true. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Brittany's going to moderate for us, and I thank you very much for doing that, Brittany. Um, yeah, we appreciate you. And I just need 30 seconds of your time so that I can uh, state my case. You need a minute. Cause a I minute, need a minute yeah. of, of your time. God, you suck so bad. All right, it's my first time doing this. I will turn the uh, the thing over to you, Brittany. Hi, hey. hi, Heather. Give us that minute. Go. So, Kratos, the ghost of Sparta, the man who was betrayed by Ares, his god. He was mm-hmm. the avatar of Ares, and Ares killed his whole family. Kratos literally climbed back out of hell because he was so fucking angry. And killed not just Ares, but the entire Greek pantheon. Uh, now, I know you think, like, Gore. Gore's got some power. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Uh, but Kratos has not only killed all of the gods of the Greek pantheon, he then took a break, took some time, got married, had a kid, and then decided to start killing all of the Norse pantheon. And Kratos has a power level that is so incredibly high that he can lift a temple large enough for a uh, 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 for uh, Kronos to stand on and rotate it with his bare hands. He has a strength level that is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, nerd. All right, I'm I'm ready to go. I'm 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 I'm, re- I'm ready to do this. Let's yeah. let's fight. Okay, so, you know, it's really cute that Kratos has, you know, dipped into the realm of killing gods. But, you know, when we think of who the main god killer is, it's it's literally Gore the God Butcher. You know why? Because it says in the name, 
God Butcher. Gore basically uh, is a character that decided that he wanted to seek vengeance on all of the gods because they didn't come to him and his family in the time of need, and rightfully so. Um, and he basically went on a swath of killing gods of not even our universe, but other universes entirely. And he went through time and space to be able to kill these gods. And he had a little thing called uh, All Black the Necrosword, which could do a shit ton of things, which I'll get into in our argument. But one of those things it could do was it could siphon off the power of the gods that he killed and make him even more powerful. You know what it took to actually defeat Gore the God Butcher? It was three Thors from three different eras of time. Nice. You know what's so funny is watching all these Johnny Depp stuff. When you were talking, I wanted to literally say objection. Hearsay. <laughs> hearsay. I literally not even as a funny thing. I literally heard you say something. And I wanted to go. Nope. Objection. That's that. That's hearsay. It was like you can't do that. That's not the format we're in. <laughs> all right. So we have uh, two minutes. The two of us head to head, arguing back and forth, as Blake loves to say. Yeah. Uh, interrupting each other. Uh, let's let's. You know, shake hands, come out swinging. No, nah, I'm not shaking hands on this one. All right. Below, below the belt. If he dies, he dies. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> Let's do it. Go. So, listen, I, okay. I don't care that it took three gods, to, three, three, three Thors to take down okay. Gore. Gore has taken on multiple gods at one time and defeated them. Sa- or Gore has, has done on, that. Thank you very Kratos much for, taken on for making my case. At the same time and defeated them soundly. Sure. Um, he took on uh, Zeus, the father of the gods. And then not only did he kill Zeus, he killed Kronos, a titan, not a god. Sure. Even more powerful. One of the founding creations of the universe. Danny, have you ever heard of a person called Galactus? I have. Do you know who defeated Galactus? Was, was it, it Kratos? Gore? Yeah, was it was Gore? definitely Gore. You want to know an interesting fact about Galactus? Not a god. Uh, he's more powerful. Actually, just what does it mean when a person an who's an not a god universe. is more powerful than all of these gods? Galactus would wipe the goddamn floor with with your dudes. Listen, no. when we're talking about power level, Gore the God Butcher is way yeah. more on a, on a level. It, Thor is a Superman level character. Able. And he's lost to Kratos. He's lost. Well, what? And he's lost to Kratos. And what? And oh, yeah, his version. I'm talking about in Marvel Universe Thor, the who's more, more badass powerful, than Norse God, God Thor. Version from God of War, lost oh to Kratos. God. Listen, this fight's easy as fuck. Gore the God Butcher has a sword that can literally conjure up dark, dark creatures that can fight on his behalf. He can literally cause darkness on a on a large scale. He's got like op level strength and he is regenerative this sword allows him to basically have infinite healing ability like kratos is kratos is badass i'll give you that kratos is so badass that he killed himself twice and he still didn't die well, listen why do you think that a man that's gonna kill himself twice is a is a man that you want to back in a fight i don't well, even I have to do you it i'll just i'll play the time game and wait for killed. kratos to just kill himself again and then i'll bury his body and then he'll come back he'll just oh, drag his stupid. ass this out isn't of hell even and a, beat the this shit isn't out even of a good you argument. rip gore's head off of his body listen that's true ben he does put up a fight against uh you know what? i like ben stewart he's pretty good all right let's let's let's, let's do our closing arguments danny yeah um Whenever you're ready, Heather. Jesus, Heather. So, while Gore the God Butcher does have a very long, a very short history of being a an avid god killer, mm. Kratos did it first, about eight years earlier. So, 
if you want to take the second-rate version of Kratos and uh, and and follow Marvel's version, Gore the God Butcher, who is not original in any way, shape, or form, you can. Or you could put your money on the guy that kicked this whole fucking thing off to begin with, Kratos, the ghost of goddamn Sparta, who's killed more gods. Then you can shake his ticket. I'm ready. Listen, Kratos may be badass and he may be cool, but he's not able to travel time and space. If I'm Gore the God Bitcher, I'm going back before Kratos was even a goddamn thing, and I'm going to destroy all the gods. Because you know what? He fucking can because it's canon. He went back to the ninth century to fight and kill Thor and almost did it, and he could travel with ease through time and space. He could travel to any time that he wants and defeat and defeat Kratos. He can go back to when Kratos was just learning how to fight and, and defeat him. And that is something you can't argue because it's true. <laughs> All right. I think I'm done. I think I got everything out I wanted to, I wanted to say. What's our argument for next week? We had it picked. What was it going to be? I thought we had it. I thought we already had it picked. We up. did. We did have it picked. I'll have to look back on the tape. We do have a. a an are you done for next week? We said it last week. And you I know, can't we're slowly building professionalism. We've gotten our list for the next few weeks, but we didn't write them down so yeah, we could actually we give them to people. What it is. Nobody said we had to do all of that work. Like that's a, that's true. That's a lot of bullshit. Wasn't it Horse yeah. Thor? Thor? I can't think of his name. Porn star Thor. No, the guy Ooh, that looks look like that up on your search engine. Oh, Beta Ray Bill? Yeah. No, because versus... we did Beta Ray. It was actually something that Ben Stewart and Taylor Burton recommended, um, but I can't remember what it was. But they'll, they'll tell us in the chat in a minute. You know, while we're trying to collect our thoughts, uh, Brittany, would you like to... Raiden versus Thor. Raiden versus Thor. That is what it was. Um, and I'm assuming you want Thor. I, I don't care. If, it's whoever you don't want. I'll take Raiden. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I will. Raiden. I will take Thor. All right, perfect. Um, so now that we've been able to focus on what our our top or our are you done for next week? So is, focused, indeed. Nailed yeah. it, uh, Brittany. Why don't you tell us what you've been hyper focusing on? So, spoilers. So just just so you know. I went down a rabbit hole after Doctor Strange um, so much so that I basically wrote a book report. But nerd, uh, <laughs> very nerd. So, um, my rabbit hole this week has been the death of Doctor Strange. I find it extremely. Wait, what? Doctor Strange is dead. Very much dead. What happened? Did he fall on a fucking fence? Um, no. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I get it. Helios. I can't think of his name. It's the guy from the first movie that has like the purple and black eyes. Uh, uh, I thought it was Keelius. Keelius? Keelius. Keelius. Yeah. points him. for Gryffindor, mofo. <laughs> he actually kills Doctor Strange. He holds him up against the wall, cuts off his hands, and Sounds steals like his cloak. And that whole, whole storyline got far less better right after he, he holds him up against a wall. I was like, <laughs> oh, buddy. That's for After Dark. But he <laughs> steals his hands and... 
pre like classic Doctor Strange comes back and he's trying to figure out what Hold happened. Because he uses magic to steal his hands, right? Yes. Is he, he like completely severs it? Like a toddler. Oh, I got you. Yeah, basically because they I'll cannot actually. So. I actually made a kid cry one time doing that. They cannot actually present a new Doctor Strange because of the uh, Vashanti. They don't realize that he's dead. So they have to find the hands. They have Was to find like the cloak. They have to find he's everything. Like carrying Strange around on like some strings in between him. Kind like, of. Would have been Other a better storyline than, story than multiverse of madness. You have the three mothers that are coming in that are trying to feed the child with the magic of other users. So you have Who's feeding Umar. A child? What the fuck just happened? You should have been paying attention. So you brought in like <laughs> the three mothers game. who are completely badass. They can change and augment the powers that everybody have. They completely annihilate the Avengers in a matter of like five seconds. Which team? And uh, you have like Captain Marvel, Captain America. What's the team that defeats them? Team. Um, Doctor Strange and the other Sorcerer Supremes. Doctor so, Strange is dead. Yeah, you they said he's classic dead. Doctor Strange, and they actually bring him back. So they find out that Keely is, has cut off his own hands and Psych- attached Doctor Strange's hands to himself so he can wield his abilities. Classic Doctor Strange basically oh, wait, says that he's hold, a doctor. Wait, hold so on, hold on, hold on just one second. He's got you. double hands? So, no, he cut off his hands, threw them away, and is using Doctor Strange so he can wield Doctor Strange's ability because all of his magic and his abilities are basically in his hands. What? Classic Doctor all Strange my augments say the same Celius into current Doctor Strange brings him back for about thirty seconds. through this because there's a lot. <laughs> okay, I have read this. I don't know how many times. Actually, I haven't read the full comics. This is just my wormhole, uh, my rabbit hole. There's a there's a trend. If you haven't noticed between this week and next week, this is another one that I need to actually. How would they of. notice next week? What are you, what are you even? Saying? I said last week and this week. You said this week and next maybe week. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> if so, you haven't noticed from looking in the future, <laughs> yeah. You should you should know by now. Um, the they basically work together. You get the five sorcerer supremes from together? all different realms to come in, kill the mothers, kill the child, and classic Doctor Strange explodes within the child. Keely, <laughs> can you? Clea makes, I need just an audio star, like, clip of Doctor Strange Doctor explodes Strange. within the child. <laughs> what? Okay, can I ask a question about this storyline? You said that somebody was feeding a child with magic. Yes, was that three like, Was that a bottle? Did they? And no, I apologize the for being insensitive. Ate. Were they sucking on the magic teats of these wizards? No, it ate the other wizards and the other people that can wield magic. How was the wizards prepared? Uh, they, they don't. They die. Them? So the classic Strange and Doctor Strange understood that this was actually going to be a possibility. So they had a plan in place beforehand. Be a possibility. The three mothers and the child. They knew that the child. Oh, was so they didn't the exist beginning. previously. No. This is something that just kind of came out of nowhere. Doctor Strange <laughs> noticed that other people were, like, other magic users were coming in. You have, like, Umar, um, Clea's mother, and you have other different dimensions of magic users is, that are is coming Clea's in. Is Clea's mother Dormammu's sister? Yes. I know that she's that's, a flat, that's her er, uncle. You are the father. Um, she gained physical form after giving birth to Clea, and that was part of the reason she went cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, because she could not actually turn into her mythical form anymore. Of course. And that's that when happens. she fights yeah, uh, uh, Damarmu and then gets banished. That's a whole different banished rabbit hole. Where? Um, a different realm. It doesn't really specify the different realm, but she gets mm. banished to a different realm, um, and that's a whole thing. Um, that's where Clea comes back and takes over the Dark Realm and becomes Sorcerer Supreme, and I'm going to stop. Sorceress Supreme. I have a new segment we should do. I think Brittany should, like, read, have a storyline for us. She just, just fucking, just like a freight train, just describes it without stopping. And then, like, we have to, we can just, we can try to talk to it, but then we got to write that storyline out and see how close we get. Because literally right now, 
there was a Doctor Strange. There was some other Hycelius. people. There was a baby that ate hands other off. people. Uh, Doctor Strange doesn't have hands. They yeah. kill the Avengers. His magic's in his hands. Um, somebody's somebody's sister. Uh, and there's something else that happened as well. More or less, Clea Strange is Doctor now Strange. the Sorcerer Supreme. And then she tries to bring him back and brings back a different bad guy, and they finally kill that let me, thing. Let me ask you a really forward. important question, Brittany. Do you like Clea Strange? A little bit. A little bit? Okay. A little bit. I, I feel like you do, yeah. I feel like you're going to get a tattoo of Clea Strange on there. Maybe, Wait, but... What, what is this from? Like, what is the storyline <laughs> setup that you're talking about? This is actually from the last story of Doctor Strange, and that sets up the Strange comics, which is actually what follows Clea Strange as the Sorcerer Supreme of Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she leaves the Sorcerer Supreme spot open for the Dark Dimension. I'm kind of curious to see how that gets handled. But uh, there's different rankings for the Sorcerer Hopefully Supreme. Hopefully it's not Brother Voodoo again. Do they, it's like army know. rankings? I'd be kind of interested, especially with what they're doing with them in the Strange Academy. What were you saying? Sorry. Are there like rankings of the sorcerers? Yeah, so the earthly Sorcerer Supreme is the ultimate one. He's the top level. And then Tippity each top. one kind of has its own ranking within it. It kind of explains it in the death of Doctor Strange whenever let, he's talking to the Strange Academy. Let me ask you another question. So if Danny was our ultimate Sorcerer Supreme... Which Where I would am. that rank you, Blake, and I among the sorcerer uh, setup? Which ones would we be, and what powers would we or would we be able to have? I'm gonna go with no goes on ranking that. I don't know. Well, I think no. that I'll let Brittany's Danny rank clearly it. the sorcerer supreme of the dark dimension. I'm not ranking anything of that sort. Nope, not touching it. I, I I think I, would I, would and Jared, I think if I had to guess, you're probably the Sorcerer Supreme of Limbo. I love Limbo. I used to do it all the time as a kid. There you go. And uh, you have the purple dimension and then uh, the sixth dimension. Well, Blake's more like my version of Wong. He's like he's like my man in the chair. You know, like Blake's Blake's my <laughs> right hand man. He's he's not Sorcerer Supreme, but he's like. Right Blake, there. I just want to let you know that I think you're the most Sorcerer Supreme that ever was, so don't let this get you down, all right? <laughs> you're a big boy. Well, well, Brittany, thank you for sharing the contents of your brain with us this week. I'm sorry. I th- All the pads, and she's like, I'm getting through this motherfucker. I don't care what's happening. <laughs> Didn't I, that's fantastic. Didn't I write our sponsors down somewhere? Ben, you you did at some point. Uh, I think our spo- Best Buy is one of our sponsors. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, we got Best Buy. Uh, oh, there they are. Red Bull Energy <laughs> Drinks. So for those of you who don't know, we are going to be guests at Fan Expo St. Louis coming up this weekend. Uh, so uh, if you have tickets or if you're planning on getting tickets, if you're in the St. Louis area, if you want to fly into the St. Louis area, we will be at Fan Expo Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Come by our booth. We'll be right next to the gaming tournament section. Um, I meet the team. We're all going to hang out, probably smash a bunch of energy drinks and run in circles around the convention or whatever it is Brittany's planning to do. Um, uh, But, yeah, it's going to be a good time. Uh, We'll have some of our merch to sell. Um, I'll also be bringing some of the books we have, uh, uh, like uh, Fireball Teen Superhero and uh, Shepherd and the Horn Girl by Brianna Bright. Um, Also, 
Uh, I want to say a big thank you to all of our sponsors, Ken's Comic Man out of Poplar Bluff, Missouri. They are our go-to comic company. Um, Perkins Performance, who does all of our vinyl needs, our stickers. Uh, they did the vinyl on the front of our studios. Uh, Drop the Mic DJ Service. Mike, who is at the shout-out level on our Patreon. Uh, Mike Casey is also the head of our gaming department now, and he's also going to be there Saturday with us at the con. Uh, picture what designs they designed our logo they're currently redesigning our entire show so it doesn't look like dog shit because i'm the one that did all this um and i'm not a designer uh but picture what designs are amazing and they're going to be uh they they take care of all of our design stuff uh monster tattoo studio which is aaron thurman he's the artist behind our kidos the spearman comic uh and the villain uh tempest Lennox and Jude Photography, Jesse Aaron Dew is always in the chat every week, and we appreciate him, and that is he and his wife's photography company. Um, Blake Hickman Construction, we cannot do this show without Blake Hickman's support, and also being my man in the chair. Uh, The Rock and Roll Drive-In out of Chaffee, Missouri, they are the only drive-in in the area, and they have a a huge screen and great concessions, and the team that runs that are great, and they're fun to be around. Um, I want to say thank you to all of our sponsors. Um, also, speaking of our Patreon, oh, we boy. have a few people at the shout-out level now. We have uh, Keaton New, Hi, uh, Keaton. one of our good friends of the show. He was there to see Multiverse of Madness with us. We also have Taylor Burton, who's been in the comments all night and is a great friend of the show. Mike Casey, who uh, has been on the shout-out level since the beginning. Hi, Mike. Um, and Victoria Wassman for uh, she's not on the shout out level, but you know I'll give her a shout out anyway. What's up? She, she's a she's a baller though. You yeah. know she deserves she's, it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> she's balling for days. <laughs> God, now I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm just yeah, been balling gonna... for days. All right. <laughs> so you know that'll be all for us tonight. I yeah, think. Yeah. So that's I think fantastic. that's us. And, yeah. Uh, you know what? We'll catch you guys next time. <laughs> See you guys.